thank you so much for listening. It really does mean the world that there are people out there who are interested enough into the internal workings of my crazy mind to actually sit down and listen to me whiffling on about all things mindset. I'm so, so grateful that you took the time out of your day to spend a few minutes with me. So if you'd like to know more, then please do pop over to Facebook and check out Mindset and Life Transformations, which is my free Facebook community for all things mindset and energy work. I'm also on Instagram at Georgina Noel EFT, so you can find me there and find out even more about my weird and wonderful world where I do all of the crazy magic things. And also I train martial arts, so you get to see a lot of me hitting things too. I really do share all that I am on that amazing platform. So come on over, follow me, send me a message, say hi, let me know you listen to the podcast. Have an amazing rest of your day. And also, yay, celebrating myself for finally doing an intro and outro for this motherfucker. Have a wicked day. Bye. Good morning. At least it's morning for me. I I haven't actually published a podcast for the last couple of weeks because I've just been really focused on client sessions and just coming back to realigning my energy. What I started to notice was that in my typical 6-2 manifesting generator, (laughs) fire constitution (laughs) kind of way, every time I was, I I think I've spoken about this on the podcast before, but this is, I noticed it and I thought, oh, better nip that in the bud and draw my energy back. I noticed that I was starting to get into this, the pattern that I can sometimes fall into around as I'm learning and as I'm integrating things, naturally I have a desire to share. And what that can mean sometimes is that I don't fully receive the lesson I don't fully receive it, like I, I, I receive it almost like in my brain. I'm like, oh yes, a lesson, aha, share that with the world. And it doesn't always feel fully landed in the cells of my body. So although that's great for the people who are in my audience and things, because then they get all this wisdom and they get all this fresh information through my channel, which is awesome. But it does mean that sometimes if I don't allow myself to fully drink in the richness of the lesson and allow my physical self to integrate what I've learned and what I've ahaed about, I can end up becoming quite depleted. So when I started to notice this, this was happening, I, um, I did a few things. So the first thing I did was I went to a retreat for a day, a yoga retreat with Wim Hof breathing, Qigong and um, like the ice bath thing that they do with Wim Hof sometimes. So I took myself off to a day retreat and I did that. I was meant to go to the gym. I was meant to go um, and actually do one of my friends from my Thai boxing gym has started PT sessions and is doing group sessions. And I was going to go to one of the outdoor group sessions, show my support, have fun. And I woke up that morning and I just felt so depleted that I was like, no, I need to go within today. I need to nurture myself. And I saw that this retreat was going on and I thought, fuck it. Message them. Have you got space? Yes. Boom. I'm in. Great. Now, this is actually really good for nurturing my fire because 
your fire element, whether you're a fire constitutional factor like me or not, your fire element really thrives on variety. It thrives on just making, uh, shaking up your routine. And as an earth sign as well, like I'm Taurus as fuck. So even though I do this transformational work, change for me, internal change is fine. I can do internal mindset, energetic transformation all day long. When it comes to then actually making big decisions and doing things that may, you know, quote unquote, impact other people and their lives and their emotions, sometimes I can get myself a little bit nervous about that because it feels destabilizing and my little Taurus likes to be feel very stable, which is kind of weird considering I'm a fire constitution in five elements. So the things I'm talking about, obviously astrology, right? But then when I talk about being a fire constitutional factor, I'm talking about um, five element theory, traditional Chinese medicine. So although my my earth in my in my astrology is very like it's fixed it's very like stubborn <laughs> my fire constitution it needs stoking it needs variety so as much as big changes in my physical reality can feel quite destabilizing i also really like to nurture the fire in me with small tweaks and changes and breaking the dogma and that can really look as simple as doing something like that, booking a day retreat and just being like, fuck it, I'm just going. It can look as, it can even look as small as waking up in the morning and if you normally brush your teeth with your right hand using your left hand or sleeping on a different side of the bed or like taking a different route to work or something like that. I may have even spoken about this before on the podcast because it's something that I'm very aware of. It's something that really helps me to... when I feel stuck and like I'm just in this groove and I'm just in this rut and I can't seem to get clarity or I can't seem to elevate my mood, very often I will notice that I've just got stuck in this this comfort zone of like getting up, having my coffee, sitting in the same place on the couch, doing the same things, you know, doing the same morning practice, all that stuff. Those things really work for some people, but for somebody like me, they'll work to a point, having that routine will work to a point and then it will start to become dogmatic. It will start to deplete my energy rather than set me up for the day. So when that happens, I make these little tweaks, these little changes and I allow myself to stoke my fire by changing up my routine. So that's the first thing. But (laughs) in typical Noli style, I've gone off on a random tangent What I was really coming on to talk about, the practice I was really coming on to tell you about is eye gazing or mirror gazing. And I've done quite a few of these podcasts now, so I really, at this point, I might be repeating myself, but I'm sure I'll say things with different words and different information comes through every time. So we'll just trust the flow. One of the things that I got called to do yesterday that really helped me was a practice that I will often give to my clients, which is mirror gazing and eye gazing with yourself. And I sat down in front of my mirror and I was already feeling very emotional, very raw yesterday. And I've been doing a lot of emotional processing in my personal life recently. And um, I could feel that I just, it was weird actually, it was like a craving. It was like I could feel myself craving connection. And 
I don't know about you, but I can often get a bit resentful and snippy and a bit like me. (laughs) That's the uh, technical spiritual term. I can get a little bit me with people if I don't feel like I'm getting enough nourishment. That's my earth element. If I don't feel like I'm getting enough nourishment from relationships or from the world around me, I can start to feel a little bit snippy and a bit resentful and a bit like hard and like scratchy. And I can just, I don't know, like a bit, almost like a bit spiky with the world. And I don't like feeling like that. So when I could, when I noticed that was happening to me yesterday, I just felt this craving, like this longing inside of me for connection and to just be held in someone's gaze and to just be, just to have space held for me so that I could just sit and be and see myself. So I went and got my mirror, my long mirror, and I brought it into the living room. I got my meditation cushion and I put on some lovely plinkety plonkety self-love binaural beat frequency thingies in the background, just like a free one off of YouTube. And I sat there and as soon as I looked myself in the eye, I just started bubbly snot crying. And I kept going, I kept looking into my eyes and I kept saying to myself, show me your heart. Just show me your heart. It's safe for you to show me your heart. And I kept gazing into my eye really gently. I say eye because I tend to look into the left eye because that's, you know, the receptive side. And whenever I do this, I see something. It's almost otherworldly, really. I don't recommend doing this for like crazy long time because it gets fucking weird man but I did it for probably about 10 minutes 10-15 minutes and when the tears had subsided and I saw my face just soften and I could see the sadness in my eyes and my eyes almost don't look human at this point I really recommend trying this it is really powerful And what is always fascinating to me about this is something new, a new layer is always revealed. And I saw like, it was like looking into the face of my ancestors. I felt like this old face looking back at me, but I don't mean like I looked old. It just felt like as I was looking into the mirror, excuse me, (laughs) burping as I'm talking about it. So, you know, it's good. Oh, and another one, excuse me. So as I was looking into my eyes and I saw this, as I say, like this old face, it was like this wizened face and this energy of the ancestral imprint. And it was like all the sadness, all the grief, all the heaviness of all the past generations of my ancestral lineage. And and as I felt myself crying, I realized I'm not just crying for me, I'm releasing that as well. So I just allowed myself to cry as much as I needed to. And then eventually something really beautiful happened and it was that I just took this really big breath and it was like my vagus nerve just unraveled itself and like my body actually just relaxed and softened. And it was only in that moment that I realised how much fight and flight I'd been holding in my system over the last few weeks. And it was such a beautiful experience to just hold myself in my own gaze and allow myself to soften and unravel and regulate my own nervous system in that way. And I'm actually going to do it as soon as I've recorded this podcast I'm going to do another few minutes of it today because it was so powerful for me yesterday I want to just integrate that and the one of the other reasons that I recommend doing this practice is because you're not looking at yourself in the mirror 
with like, oh, how do I look today? You know, I feel like, I don't know about you, so I'm not going to cast aspersions here, but personally, when I look in the mirror, I look in the mirror to see like, am I acceptable for the day? (laughs) I look in the mirror to judge how I look or to see like, oh, okay, right. Oh, I've put a bit of weight on there. I've done this or, oh, that doesn't look so good today. Or, oh, my skin looks nice today. You know, like I'm constantly, whether it's negatively or positively, I am always judging myself when I look in the mirror and I need to, you know, it's something that I, I notice that I'm doing and sometimes I'm okay with it. And sometimes it annoys the fuck out of me. And I judge myself for judging myself (laughs) because we're complex, aren't we humans? So this is not the same thing. This is not like, oh, I'm getting ready to leave the house and I need to make sure that I haven't got like a sparrow's nest on my head for hair. <laughs> Although in my case, you know, I've given, I've given up trying to control this mop. It just does, it's like its owner. It just does whatever the fuck it wants. And I respect it for that. So you look in the mirror not to judge or not to look at yourself in the human, you do this to look into your eyes, to gaze, to see your soul, to see your essence, the essence of who you are, your higher self. You gaze into your own eyes to see and witness and hold yourself in your pain and your suffering and your hurt. You do it to heal yourself and to really witness yourself. Because I don't know about you, but for me, when someone is speaking to me about what's going on with them and I am holding them in my gaze, when I'm fully present with somebody and I am watching them, witnessing them, really seeing them, that is a feeling of being held that I rarely give to myself. And that doesn't mean that you might not have other people in your life who can do that for you, and that's great. However, to be able to give yourself the amount of presence, focus, and love and compassion that you hold for others, to to hold yourself in that energy is such a powerful thing. And even as I'm speaking to you now, I'm realizing that one of the most powerful pieces of this for me yesterday, and probably one of the most healing pieces and why I'm feeling so much more energized today, is because I came from a place of feeling very disconnected from my partner, from my life, from my business, just from everything. I just had this full like disconnection feeling happening in my system. And through holding myself in my own gaze with compassion, with love, with softness and with full acceptance of whatever came up, whatever I needed to experience, I was in full acceptance of myself in that moment. And to hold myself in that energy and to see myself reflected back in that energy is so beautifully healing. So I really recommend that Again, with everything that's happening in the world right now, disconnection, separation, there's a lot of it happening. There's a lot of people being forced to go within. There's a lot of people lashing out. (sighs) Now more than ever is the time to come back to yourself, to come back to your power and your sovereignty, to come back to your own heart, to allow yourself to witness yourself in compassion and to hold yourself in your own gaze and see all the good that lives inside of you. And don't be afraid of what you might see. Don't be afraid if there's hurt. Don't be afraid if there's anger or malice or if you feel like you want to fuck someone up. Don't be afraid of those feelings. Just 
notice them, just witness them, allow yourself to scream if you need to, allow yourself to shake and stamp on the floor or smash a plate, you know, whatever it takes, just allow yourself to be held in your own gaze, use your breath. It's not even about like, oh, I'm going in with the goal of becoming calm. When I go into an eye gazing session with myself, I purely go in with the intention of witnessing myself and being in acceptance. And I usually know it's time to finish because as I said before, I will feel like that, almost like the unraveling of my nervous system, just going, (sighs) that deep belly breath, that vagus nerve, just going, okay, I'm safe, I can relax. And we all owe it to ourselves at the moment to take the very best care of ourselves. I was binge eating, I was not wanting to exercise as much, I was starting to feel like I just wanted to retreat from the world which again, like retreating from the world is part of my human design. I I have that two line, I have that hermit. So it's not unusual for me to want to be on my own and just look within. Um, that is, it's actually quite normal. It's quite healthy. It's really beneficial for me to do that. But when it, start, when it doesn't feel good and when it starts to feel like I'm actually withdrawing from life because I just can't anymore. <laughs> I know that one of my desires in life is to feel connected and to feel understood to feel heard and that that two line again I have such a great desire to be truly seen for for the truth of who I am and anyone else can see me of course and they may witness fragments of what is true for me when they witness me But of course, everyone is always looking at you through the projection of their own lens, their own life experience, their own prejudice, their own bias, whether that's negative or positive. Everyone's always looking at you through the lens of their life experience and their traumas and their positive or negative experiences. So they're never, they're only ever seeing themselves reflected back at them. So when I look in the mirror and I look at myself, that's when I truly see the truth of where I am right now, the truth of the frequency and vibration that I'm holding at my core, because we can kind of trick ourselves, right? Oh, I'm feeling really good, I'm feeling really good. When you hold yourself in your own gaze with the intention of truly seeing yourself, you can't fucking hide from yourself. You cannot hide from yourself when you're looking in the mirror like that with the intention of truly seeing what lives at your core. So I would love to know if you try this, (laughs) just a little quick podcast for you guys today, getting back in my groove, but reach out to me, let me know how you got on in my Facebook group, Mindset and Life Transformations, and I hope that this podcast finds you well, and if it doesn't, then please try this exercise, and I guarantee you will start to see yourself in a whole new light, and just hold yourself in the highest compassion, the highest level of acceptance that you possibly can. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hello and welcome to the Inner Work podcast with me, Georgina Knoll. This is where I share the inner workings of my mind and my world and occasionally interview some kick-ass people from my life and from the industry in which I work so that you can help yourself up-level to what it takes to become a six-figure earner in the coaching industry. I don't just help coaches, I help artists and creators, visionaries from all walks of life. 
but if you know that you have been needing to feel seen and heard and understood and sometimes you feel like a hot fucking mess and you just feel like hmm wouldn't it be nice if there was someone out there who was sharing their internal processing so i didn't feel like i was so fucking crazy well you're in the right place welcome to inner work i hope you enjoy the show <laughs> 